qué pasó? What's up? Welcome back to Daily Seasoning, Sazón del Día, featuring your host, Josh Camacho and Jared Lopez. Jared, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you, Josh? I'm doing excellent. Yeah. Listen, man, I am so excited for this next episode where today we get to talk about family parties. Man, can I tell you how family parties growing up were stuff that I look forward to? Man, family parties were crazy. Um... If you don't remember, last week we spoke about um, how we are always late, right? Yes. And now it's interesting that we're going to talk fam about family parties because we are always late to family parties. Uh, if you haven't checked out last week's episode, make sure you check episode two of Daily Seasoning. Um, it was a pretty fun one. What do you think, Josh? I think it was great. Great. Yeah. Um, so as Josh said, this episode we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about family parties. Um, one of the most important things to Hispanic culture, which is food. Um, and we're also going to be talking about the fact that for some reason, when you go out, your family always knows someone out there. For some reason, they always know someone. They don't just know them, but they, they've known them for years. So let's jump, let's jump right into the topic of this week, um, family parties. Josh, can you tell me a little bit how your family parties went? Family parties were always last minute. Um... I think the mo they were more they were more fun when they became last minute rather than planned. Uh, when family parties were planned, you always had those family members that would drop out, and then you would always have those family members who would who would say, "Hey, do you want me to cook a meal? Do you want me to cook? You know, bring some some a plater of a meal of some sort to the party." Yeah. And next thing you know, they show up to the party, and you know what they didn't bring? Whatever they said they were going to bring. <laughs> And it's been it's been something that you've gotten used to. It's something that's become routine within the family oh, for sure. culture. Like I remember, I had the one aunt, and she would say, "Hey, I want to buy plates, and I want to bring dessert, and I want to do this." And we're like, "Sure, let's do it." My mom already knew to buy those things because every time she'd come home, she never had any never of it. Never had any of it. And we didn't question her. You know what I mean? We didn't question her. A lot of family members do this. I'm sure it's not just in the Spanish community, oh, yeah, but course. definitely it's been a routine within within mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can relate to that. Um, usually when, when I feel like with everyone When you plan something out And you put so much thought into it You always seem to cancel out last minute But usually Like I know at least In my my family We tend to um, Just last minute Like oh I can't do it Like uh, I'm cooking already Or something like that Right um, But f I know for me at least My family parties We usually get together For the bigger holidays So Christmas Thanksgiving Um, Easter, Valentine's Day, um, re yeah, weird. Uh, we usually do, like, so this is how it looks. Um, the day of the party, my mom gets up early in the morning, right? Um, and she starts cooking. Usually, the host, the host of the home is the one that cooks most of the time. And then other people bring, like, salads or like not not like not like actual salad like um lettuce and tomato salad but like more like pasta salad right um so then they bring the food and then little by little the starts the, the house starts filling up and then there's a certain time when there's like when two people or three families come in 
the music starts going. Um, I don't know if that's the same for you. I know at least that for us, like the music doesn't start going until there's like two families already in the party. Um, and then we're just in there just talking and talking and just having a good time. Um, and it's always fun, family parties. Mm -hmm. um, how, do, how, do, how do your family parties kind of are similar or different to what I just said? Uh, my family parties begin with, you know, everyone just arriving and everyone's just picking at the appetizer, you know, the chips to dip, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever. Then you have that one aunt that's like bragging about her special dish. And in reality, it's not the best <laughs> dish you've had. And she's like, this is the best dish I've ever made. And I hope she's not listening. Everyone requests it all the time. And we're just like, sure, let's do it. And then you try and it's like, Ugh. and and it's funny because that's the last dish that anyone wants to even eat. Yeah. Um, and so I remember uh, just being able to just be able to converse with the family and share one another, so you know, socialize, catch up with family members, your cousins and whatnot. Um, and then I remember like music would start, and once music would start, you always have that one uncle, one uncle who brings like his bongos, and you have yeah. the one uncle who brings the maracas, and then they just start going from there, and then it oh, goes yeah. from a party to an actual party where you have music going on, and then they invite the neighbors from outside. It's really a great, great experience. It's definitely something that you value and cherish. Oh yeah, of course, and I can definitely relate to all that. Uh, we usually have really loud parties. Um, and like I said in the, the first episodes that I was talking about, uh, I spoke how our neighbors complained when we first moved because we were so loud. Um, and I feel like that's every Hispanic party. Like, it's just loud. Um, so let's talk about food real quick. Do it. Because I'm a little hungry right now. Mm, and just thinking yeah. about a family party food. What do you... Some arroz con gandules. Okay. Mm. Can you explain to the audience what is arroz con Man. gandules? Okay, let, let, let's just get this out the way. And I don't know if we said this before in any previous episodes, but we would just want to clarify to all our listeners that if you're Hispanic and you grew up in a Hispanic home, best believe that your meal every single day, five days a week, was rice and beans. Some type of rice and beans. If it's yellow, whether if it's right, whether if it's brown, doesn't matter the color, you, you had, had a rice. plate of rice. And you also had a fried egg. Let me tell you. Not every day of the week. Not every day of the week. You but could sometimes during egg, the week. Or you could have some chicken. Or you could have some turkey or some beef. Whatever it was. But there was either rice and a side. That's it. Those were your main dishes. And those De were your main Definitely sometimes during the week. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I remember... <laughs> I don't know if you ever, anyone ever done this. Anyone in the audience can relate to this. But anyone ever like go home and you're like expecting mom to cook such a great meal. Oh, you're tired. You're starving. You're and when you get home... Right after school. You realize that mom cooked nothing. Oh, my God. And so your stove is empty. The pots are cleaned. All hidden. You're like, mom, there's nothing to eat. She's like, there's plenty of food in the refrigerator. I'm like, there's nothing in the refrigerator. She's like, if I go down there and I find something in the refrigerator, I'm like, okay. You know what she does? She goes into the freezer and pulls out the frozen meats. That's nothing to me. I'm not cooking none of that, mom. I don't know how to cook. Yo, I remember my mom used to like just be a trip with all that because I'm like, Mom, I don't know how to cook. So to me, that's nothing. Not in that sense, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, like that's nothing in the sense that I don't know how to cook yeah, none of that. Yeah. That's not something that I can easily eat at the moment that I'm hungry. At. Oh, yeah. And no, the worst part is that I don't mind cooking it, but it's not going to taste how you make it. I want to taste how you make it. I Okay, what is what is it that for some reason... Hispanic mothers just have a great taste with food. And they all are different. And everyone all, has but their own. But they're so good. Man, everyone has their own taste. flavor. Yes, but they're all so good. So much Not flavor. All. Not all. Some people are real salty. Okay, but most of them, for the most part, hopefully none of you salty women that are. I'm not going to lie to you. There have been some guests' homes that I've 
stayed at and people are like would you like a plate of food and, and like, i've already yeah. had it before and i'm like mm, you have water that's <laughs> that's messed up <laughs> but for some but most maybe not all of them but yeah. most most hispanic mothers are really good cooks shout out to wanda camacho you cook some banging food mom thank you for My raising me too. for thank 18 you, years your food made me fat and Hopefully, I'm losing weight now because that was too much food that you gave me. Oh, that fried food, bro? <laughs> oh, what? my gosh. The chicken and the rice. So, in family parties, this was the usual menu for us, okay? You have the arroz con gandules. For those that didn't want arroz con gandules, you got the option of white rice with beans. Right. Um, For the meats, so you have some chicken, right? And some... What do you call pernil in English? Pulled pork. Pulled pork. That's like the two main meats right. for yeah. us, right? Then you have some mashed potato salad. Not regular mashed potatoes. Like, not warm. They're cold, but they're so good. Um, some pasta salad, right? Then you have... What is that sauce with the onions and the tomatoes and the lemon? Pico de gallo. Uh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. It's a salty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't like eating the actual tomatoes because I don't like tomatoes. But I like the juice. It's like tomatoes. lemony. Yeah, it's good. Um, what else? Then you have pasteles. Bro, pasteles are my favorite. And pastelillos. And if you don't know what that is, let me just explain it to you. It's like, think about... Um, oh, it's hard to explain. Think of a Mexican tamale, but brown. And it's made with, with, with plantains. It's all made with plantains. And it's stuffed with meat. With, with chicken. And chicken or whatever kind of meat you'd like in it. It's good. It's so it's good. It's good. It's hard to explain it. And it's hard to imagine what it tastes like. But it's good. Um, what what else? Uh, some bread. You know. For desserts. Spanish desserts. Budding. Flan. Budding. Can you explain bread what pudding, pudding is? Budding is bread pudding. But it's like a special kind of bread pudding. Okay. What's different about the... Because I don't think I've ever had regular bread pudding. I think... I don't know. To be honest, I think it's just the seasoning. It's like the... The, the different, flavor? If, the ingredients is just different. Okay. It's good, though. It's good. Bread pudding. Uh, rice pudding. Rice pudding. Arroz con, con dulce. It's also but it has, favorite. like, raisins Cinnamon. In it. Yeah. That's good, man. That's good stuff. Flan? Yeah. Flan. Oh, you got it. Okay, listen. My mom makes the it's best custard. flan out there. Yes. If anyone wants is interested in Mighty Sweets, look her up on Facebook. Like, she makes the best desserts. Um. So yeah, man, uh, Hispanic food—it's it's the best. I'm it's awesome. Um, we're gonna transition, uh, and we'll be back in two seconds. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. I love doing those small breaks, Josh, because it's just small breaks of nothing. Man, it gives me enough time to take one deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> so Josh, real quick, is going to thank someone in the Latino community making a difference. So we want to honor Luis Jorge Tabar, who has started a children's foundation in the country of Honduras. Luis Jorge Tabar is only 19 years old and wow. has gotten $17,000 to start off his foundation to raise food and get uh, clothing for families and children in need. Wow. Um, now, I don't know if we can do this, but is there a place where our audience can go visit Luis or something? Oh, yeah. If you want to check out his website, his foundation, just go to LuisJorgeTibar.com. Can you spell that? It's L-U-I-S-J-O-R-J-E-T-I-B-A-R dot C-O-M. 
Okay. Okay, that's good. I didn't think you'd be able to do that. That's why I said to do it. But yeah, um, support, you know, it's we, we always appreciate and thank people making a difference in the Hispanic community because there isn't a lot of people that do. Um, as always, make sure you share, share, share Daily Seasoning with all your friends and family. And as always, this has been your Daily Seasoning. ¿Qué pasó?